A place that was not surrounded for the purposes of, of living. In other words, it's, incl- it's enclosed, but the enclosure is not to provide privacy for, for living purposes. As like, for example, a yard with a wall around it. Ella, rather, she did the it's used as an open space. You're going to Ghana's foundation, like gardens and orchards. You're going to Makif Makam in Aaretz Shamrai. A person, for example, encloses an area on the, on, of the, on the ground of the, of the uh, place on the earth to protect it. The gates of it are the like. So, if the height of the walls around it are 10 Tvachim or more, so for example, an area that's been enclosed off for the purposes of doing construction. That place is like Rishus Yachid. The Chayav Hametzi of Azurik Hametzi to be chayiv in terms of someone who carries from that place to Rishus Rabbim or vice versa. So Ma'atera to Rishus Yachid. Now the Chacham place certain restrictions upon it since it's not a place where individual lives, so it can resemble Rishus Rabbim. So the Chacham made restrictions. They matal may not carry throughout the the area. Unless it's the maximum area of a base society, which means it's the, it's large enough to uh, just just large enough to sow. Uh, the amount of wheat that's called a saw. So a base asylum is double that. Uh, or less. If it's smaller, it's certainly fine to, to, to uh, carry. If it was larger than the amount of area needed to uh, sow, to plant two saws of grain, then it has the status of a caramelis as a chumrah. You can only carry up to the maximum of four amas and no more. Halachah base, an elevation, an elevated surface. high, and it's uh, up to two a base asayim, which, as we said, is two base saws, or the area, or double the area necessary to sow to plant a saw of grain. So it's the area necessary to sow two saws of grain, or, or less. You may carry throughout the entire thing. So it's a regular shushiyachid. If it was larger than a base shushayim, then you may only carry up to four amas like a caramelist. Again, it has the Allah status of shushiyachid. So if you carry from there to the public domain or vice versa, you're chayiv. But even within it itself, you may only carry up to four amas like a caramelist. A rock that sticks out of the ocean. If it was high out of the ocean, was less than ten tvachim. You may carry from it to the sea and vice versa. That's like one big kamlis. You may carry within four, four, four amas of a kamlis. So to carry uh, from the rock into the water, or vice versa, if it's less than four amas, it's fine. Sorry, if it was ten tefachim high, then if its width was four tefachim by four tefachim up to a base asayim, if it was less than four tefachim by four tefachim, it's a makom petur. So it's irrelevant. But if the if it was um, more than four tefachim by four tefachim, but less than a base asayim. So, since you're allowed to carry out the entire thing, it's a regular shushiyachid. You can't carry from it to the ocean or the ocean to it because the ocean is a caramelist. It's a shushiyachid. You can't carry one to the other. If it was more than two sus, the area of two saws, and even though in that case it's a shushiyachid, in which case, um, you should not be allowed to carry from it to the ocean or vice versa. But since there's a restriction added to it, you can't carry more than four amas. At like a caramelist, you're allowed to carry from it to the ocean or vice versa as long as you're not transferring the item more than four amas. 
But since it's not a common thing, the Chacham would not did not make a gazera. They left it as it is. And since Matera, you can carry from it to the Carmelis or from it to the ocean, and vice versa. Because biblically speaking, the ocean is a Makam Petor, even though Midarabana is a Carmelis. They left it at that. Once they made the, the, that this Yishas Yachid is also a Carmelis, they, they essentially made it considered like, like you're carrying from one Carmelis to another. And as long as you're not carrying for Amis, it's permitted. Halacha Gimel. Kamiya Beisa. How much is a Beisa? In the area necessary to plant or sow a saw of grain. Chamishim amal, chamishim amal. It's 50 amas by 50 amas. That's 2,500 square amas. Nim to base asayim, the area to, for, to plant two saws. Makam sheish v'sish b'rosh, chamesh alaf ma'ama. So it's an area which is a complete, complete amount of 5,000 square amas. 2,500 times two is 5,000. V'chol makam sheish b'rosh, any place that has this uh, area doesn't have to be exactly... Uh, shaped in any kind of fashion. Bein shayim meruba, whether it was perfectly square. Shu shivim amma v'shiroyim al shivim amma v'shiroyim. To get five thousand square ammas, the square root of five thousand is seventy and change. So you have seventy point seven or so. So so uh, seventy ammas plus a little bit, uh, uh, and set by seventy ammas plus a little bit, that will give you five thousand square ammas. Bein shayogu, whether it was in a, a circular uh, shaped area. Bein shayatures, or if it was a different shape. That is called uh, base assign. That is the base assign, and has all the all the halachic restrictions we just described. The reason why this amount this uh, uh, amount was chosen is because the mishkan, which is where we learn out the halachas you cannot do on Shabbos, uh, uh, was an area where the, that was the enclosure with, uh, uh, was not for the purpose of habitation to live. Uh, and nevertheless, they carried there on Shabbos, or they carried well, like, or nevertheless they, they carried there. Um, on Shabbos, and therefore, uh, we see that that's the maximum area a person can carry on Shabbos if it's not for the purpose of habitation. So therefore, when the Chazal made the restriction of an area which resembles a Rishash Rabbim, even though it's Rishash Yachid, because it's enclosed, not for the purposes of living, they used the dimensions of the Mishkan as a guide, and that was a, a base Sasayim, because it was 50 Amas by 100, and that is 5,000. So we said that if it's an area that's been in circumference with the enclosures, uh, but not for the purposes of dwelling, if it's larger than an uh, area of two saws, you're not going to carry more than four amas inside it. If it's smaller, then you can. What if it's exactly two saws? You also can carry. So the halacha is going to call off of that, apparently. A place that was encircled with walls, but it's not for the purposes of living, it's just for storage, for example. Sheesh by base assign, that's the size of a two saw, and apparently that means exactly two saw. Um, but if the length was exactly twice its width, so that it was 50 by 100 as it was in the, the, the courtyard of the Mishkan, then you can carry throughout the entire thing. It has no restrictions. If, however, the uh, length was even one amma more than double its width, even if the dimensions still work out to be exactly base assignment, no more, no less, you only can carry only up to four amas. Because the the idea that being able to carry in this, such a such a such a place is only learned out from the fact that they carried in the Mishkan on Shabbos such a place. And therefore, it has to be like the Mishkan must be double the length. Uh, the length must must be double its width.
Although the Rambam may also be saying that in general, even if it's less than a base of Siam, the same restriction applies. If it's, not, if it's enclosed by walls, but it's not for the purpose of dwelling, to want to be able to be carried there, besides being less than um, two base saws, it also has to have the length exactly double its width. Uh, but in the halacha of Dalit itself, it sounds like the Rambam is discussing a case where it's exactly base of Siam. If it's less than a base of Siam, it would seem to be no restrictions at all. Especially based on halacha aleph and base. So far, the Ram has always mentioned base assigned by pachas. Here, here, here does not say pachas. That's why I'm suggesting that. All right. Hey, hey. Did a place that was enclosed for non-dwelling purposes in parts. So therefore, it's, it's like we said before. What we call a karpeif, uh, and there's restrictions in terms of how you can carry, even though biblically it's yachid. And now, so now you want to uh, tear the walls down. And put them back up for the purposes of dwellings to make it a proper shushiyachid with no restrictions. Do you have to tear down the entire walls? As long as you make a breach, 10 amas wide, 10 tvachim high, and then you rebuild it for the purposes of dwelling, 10 tvachim high, you may um, carry that entire entire area as a proper shushiyachid. You don't have to tear down the entire amas. Ten amas long uh, section of the wall at once. If you tear down one amma and rebuild it for the sake of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, a regular human habitation, then you tear down another amma and rebuild it for the same purpose. Do you make it uh, that's ten amas or more? You're allowed to carry throughout the entire area, even though the area may be several miles in length. Excuse me, several miles in perimeter. A place that's more than two saws that was enclosed for the purpose of, other than the purpose of dwelling. In this river, if you uh, seeded, you planted the majority of the area, it has status of a garden. You can't carry throughout the entire area because it's not considered to be a dwelling, it's considered to be a carpet, like we said before. If it's the minority, less than 50% that's been uh, uh, planted in. In this river, if if it's a very large area, and from that area you plant a base of then you can carry it throughout the rest of it. If the place that was seeded with with uh, any kind of seed or grain was more than a base of sign, also then it makes it becomes forbidden to carry throughout the entire area. So, uh, for example, if it's 150 square amas, and you you seed an area which is 70 amas square, so then you cannot carry throughout the rest of the uh, the rest of the enclosure. Or actually, drop more than seventy amas square, more than two base assign. And that's a new way. Um, if you uh, plant without the majority of the area, then in that case, uh, because you, in that case, it is like a chutzah, which is considered a personal area, and you can carry out the entire thing. If the area becomes filled with water, even though the certain parts were very deep and they're unable to. Uh, use those parts. If they were fit to be used somehow, it's like uh, areas that were planted. And you can carry throughout the rest of it. If you can't uh, use that area where the water is in any, any fashion, then throughout the courtyard you can only carry four amas. You have an area that was that was enclosed by fences or walls, not for a dwelling. Sheish by base shleish son has the area to throw three has the area enough to, to sow and plant three saws. Karu bebe saw, excuse me, the karu bebe saw, 
and one third of it has a roof over it. The roof makes the whole area mutter. Because we see, we say that uh, the, the, it's as if the uh, sides of the walls go down and enclose that area, and therefore it's, it's uh, uh, the, uh, the roof, which is there for the purpose of habitation, makes the makes the entire area permitted to be carried since it's exactly three base saw and one base saw has a roof that area that's roofed is as if the edges of the roof descend and have walls around it the remaining area is not large enough to be considered two base saw it's it drop less than two base saw apparently i guess the walls of the uh the imaginary walls which uh the figurative walls which come down from the roof apparently uh, uh take up some space so now you have just a little bit less than two base saw remaining and that's not large enough to be considered an area we refer to as a carpath uh, it has to be exactly, it has to be at least two base saw or more. I stand corrected. It has to be larger than two base saw. So because you have three base saw over here, one is roofed. That roofed area is to be considered, is considered to be enclosed. The remaining area is exactly two base saw, which is not large enough to be considered a carpath, a Rosh that we said is biblically Rosh and rabbinically prohibited to carry as a Carmelis because it has to be more than two base saw. In this case, it's exactly two base saw, which is not roofed. Nifrats bimului. If the sides of this area that was enclosed for non-habitat purposes was broken down, if the wall was broken down. The chutzah now it opens up into a courtyard. But if it's a chutzah and now the courtyard is open to it, corresponding to it. It's uh, interesting whether Amam adds that if it's one wall dividing them and the wall is torn down, obviously it's open on both sides. But there's different ways of understanding this Amam exactly. But the bottom line is, is that now the the, the there's an ex- external courtyard that is now open to this area which is enclosed for non-habitat purposes, and so essentially it's larger than it was. So the says, the courtyard remains permitted to carry as you could before. If The carpath, which is, which is another term for this area that was enclosed for storage purposes, not for living purposes, is forbidden as it was before, nothing changes, because the fact that now the airspace is combined, you can see one to the other, that has no, it has no impact. To make it permitted, therefore it remains forbidden. How can you reduce the area of this uh, 5,000 square foot enclosed area for non-habited purposes to make it permitted to carry? If it was more than two base saws, you want to reduce the size by planting trees. That does not reduce the size of the area, halachically speaking. However, if you build a pillar on the side of the wall, ten tvachim high, v'rachav shleish ayaser, and it's three tvachim wide or more. There's a miut that is considered to be a minimization because uh, even though it's, a t- it's close to the wall, if it's more than three tvachim, it's not considered to be an extension of the wall. It's, it, it, there's no more, there's no longer principle of love. If it's more than three tvachim, if it's less than three tvachim, any miut does not minimize any any area. If it's less than three tvachim, it's like it's next to the wall. Now this is because it's next to the wall. If it was in the middle of the chatzah, it could be, there would be it, would, it wouldn't minimize the area. If someone uh, makes a mechitza makes a more than three tvachim away from the wall, it, 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 it minimizes the, the area space. If it's less than three tvachim away from the wall, nothing significant has happened, and therefore it's forbidden to carry as it was because it still meets the criteria of 5,000 uh, 5, square amas. 
If you stuck cement to the side of the wall in order to minimize the area of the chatzar to make it permissible to be carried, to be to carry inside it. Even though the cement cannot stand by itself, presumably at least not for a long time, it's still considered to be a minimization as long as the cement is sticking out of the wall and reducing the area of the chatzar. The carpef. If uh, here, this is a case where uh, it's it's uh, larger than the area to, that necessary to to plant two saws of grain, and therefore you cannot carry in it because it was enclosed for non-dwelling purposes, and there is uh, it's on it's on like a hill of sorts. So, if you uh, made a mechitza three tvachim away from this mound, that helps to minimize the area. So you made a mechitza partition, which is meant to, for, which is for the purposes of dwelling. In this case, it helps. Also, mechitza al If you made the partition, however, at the edge of the mound, um, but not three tvachim away, does not help. Because you make one mechitza on top of another, it doesn't. It doesn't help. Um, what if you put one, one one wall on top of another wall, and the lower wall sinks into the ground, and the uh, the upper the upper wall now remain it remains? So you, so you add it to the wall, you add it to the top of the wall, you, you, you increase its height, and the increase in height was done for the purposes of dwelling, but the bottom wall is still there. That doesn't help, um, because the bottom wall is still present. But if the bottom wall sinks to the ground, and now since the upper wall was made for the purposes of dwelling, and the only walls present or visible are the upper walls. That helps. And therefore, you can carry throughout the entire enclosure. It's considered to be have, have been enclosed for the purposes of habitation. In times of the Gemara, behind the, the area behind the house uh, was referred to as Erechava. The area in front of your house was referred to a Chatzar. So, and the area behind the house was used for storage. It wasn't usually used to the people to spend time in. So, the yard behind the house, you say to Abbe if it's more than the size of two Beisah, you only carry the distance of four Amis. Even if the house had an opening to it, that was just to be able to go back and forth and get the things you stored there. But essentially, it's considered to be a place that was enclosed for non habitating purposes. Um, However, if you open the door to the area behind your house and afterwards you enclose it with a wall, not before, then in that case, it's already considered to be an extension of the house where you live and then therefore the enclosure is considered to be for a purpose of, of habitation. If you have this yard behind the, behind the house, behind the house, it's like an, like an alleyway sort of, that's open to the city at one side. Uh, on the other side it opens to a path that leads to a river so if you make a post on this on the side that opens to the rest of the city and then you'd be permitted to carry throughout the entire yard and from the yard into the city and from the city into the yard because making the post over there demonstrates that it's a uh, seals it off uh and makes it part of the uh, house area where you live. Needless to say, we're talking about a case where you can carry throughout the city because the city is surrounded by a wall. Therefore, uh, you can carry from the city into this area and back and forth 
Now, Teira, Midrabanan, it would be also without the post because the yard is considered an area that's not for the purpose of, of habitation. But uh, when you make the post there, that kind of uh, uh, redefines its area and therefore you can carry. Halacha Yud Beis. Yachet Shavas Abikev, an individual who rested on Shabbos in a, lar- a valley, a uh, large field, which is not usually uh, not a place where people spend time. Uh, other than the requirements for work. And he makes a partition around himself to make himself if the area is a base saw or less, excuse me, two base saws or less, he can carry it throughout in that enclosure. If he makes it larger than that, let's say he makes it uh, 50 amas by 100 amas, or slightly larger than 50 by 100, he may only carry it out as four amas, because since it's a, even though he's doing it for the purpose of habitation when he encloses himself there, since it's a very temporary, irregular context, the Chum gave it the restriction, as we said in the previous, uh, the same type of restriction we said in the previous halachas, when a person makes an enclosure for non-habitation uh, purposes. If spending Shabbos there. If it's three Jews, however, spending Shabbos there, more than three who live in the, who are spending Shabbos together in that, in that, in that uh, field, in that valley, then they're considered a caravan or, or a miniature community in transit. They can carry for all necessities, even even uh, many kilometers. Who provides It's required that there not be that there not be an area the size of uh, two beisas empty without kalim. Presumably, it doesn't mean collectively. It means that if you have um, a square, uh, in other words, if you have kalim scattered throughout this large enclosure, that's uh, many, many, uh, even many million, many miles, a mill is actually close to a kilometer, uh, that's fine. They can carry throughout the whole entire thing as long as there's not an area that's uh, uh, a, 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 you can draw a, a, a straight square, a, square, a straight rectangle. Um, that doesn't have any any kalim. If, however, in this large area, there is an open space uh, of two base saws without kalim, that they that, that um, it's just empty area. They didn't, they didn't need that that space. Uh, in other words, the, 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 the space, that space is not serving any purpose for them because doesn't doesn't they're not they're not there and their kalim are not there. Or perhaps they, they don't need it for pasture. And the entire enclosure becomes forbidden to carry except for, for Amis. When counting these three people, a minor does not count. It has to be three people above our mitzvah. Now this criteria that, that, that the uh, number of people necessary is three to be able to carry on Shabbos depends on when Shabbos starts. It doesn't change during Shabbos. We see this by the fact that Ramam says three people who encircled an area that they need for their, their personal space. It's more than 5,000 square amas. Uh, and one of them dies. They're allowed to carry, so now instead of being three people, it's only two. They're still allowed to carry. If two people uh, establish their dwelling for Shabbos in an area more than two beisahs, meaning more than 5,000 square amas, then a third, a third person showed up. On Shabbos, they only may carry throughout four Amis, and four Amis and no more. As they were forbidden prior to this person's arrival, because the establishment of your rest on Shabbos is what determines the status of the area, not the amount of people at that particular moment. So it doesn't change on Shabbos, it's determined by whatever status is the moment Shabbos begins.
Before I do Allah Yidal, I wanted to observe that I made a mistake in Allah Zayin. The case in Allah Zayin is we have an area that's 150 Amas by 50 Amas. So it's three base saws. One of the area, one of the three base saws, the area at the end, 50 by 50, had a roof over it. So that leaves the other area, 50, 50 by 100, is exactly two base saws, which makes it uh, permitted to carry on Shabbos. Since it's two base saw and not anymore. Allah Yidalit. You have three places. Each one of them is surrounded, not for the purposes of habitation. And they're all next to each other. These three little areas border each other. But there's an opening from one to the next. You can walk from one to the other. There's an opening in the fence. Now the outer two are large and wide. And the middle one that connects them is more narrow. So from the bird's eye view, it kind of looks like a clumsy H. That the two vertical lines of the H are short and fat, <clears throat> and the line connects them. So the outer two, when they look at the middle one that connects them, they see a uh, uh, enclosures on both sides. So there's one person in each of these three areas. And again, there's like a barrier that looks like on, on either side. So you have the wall on this side, wall on that side, and an opening in the center, which helps you walk from one to the other. Um, in, this, in that case, it's like a caravan, a community in transit. They can carry as much as necessary. Even though the area combined is, or, or even individually, these areas are larger, each one than the, than the base up. Um, if the our, if the uh, uh, outer two areas were small and narrow, and the middle one was big and wide, so it kind of looks like a, a, a clumsy plus sign. Uh, and the vertical line of the plus sign is very fat and wide. So in which case you see that the the middle one, when it when you're inside the middle one, you look at the two outer ones, you see a enclosures on two sides and then you have you know walls on north walls in the south and then the, the middle you have uh, the area to go from the middle uh, section to the outer two um, so how do you move in that case the center one is considered to be separate from distinct from the outer two and therefore there's one person in each section a nation and they cannot carry as much as they want Rather, each one is given its own status of it as its base society. And therefore, um, if it's taka, each, each, each one is judged individually, and each one, each one of these three areas, whichever one is less than the base society, or base society or less, you, you can make carry as much as you want, but if it's any one of these three areas is more, you may not carry more than Daladamas. And presumably you may not carry from one to the other either. Each one of them uh, you cannot transfer from one to the other. If there was one person in each of the outer areas and two people in the center, or two people in the outer areas and one person in the inner area, in that case, uh, uh, they are all considered to be combined and can carry as much as they want. Halacha Tesva, the Ramam now goes on to describe the general principles of Rosh Yachid and what type of enclosure qualifies to designate a place separate from the Rosh Rabbim, or separate from a Karmelis. Tesva, any partition 
which is not able to stand in normal wind, and a mechitz is not considered a proper partition. Any partition which is not made to last, and a mechitz is not considered to be a partition. Nachas really means to rest, but in this case it means to rest and to be to stay where it is. Or to last as it is in, any, in whatever context. So if it's something which is going to shrivel by itself and, and, and disintegrate or melt, for example, like a, probably a large ice wall that melts by itself, it's probably not considered to be a proper partition. Any mechitza that is not made simply for modesty, meaning it's a place to sort of uh, feel like you're in a private place rather than being observed by the public. And a mechitza, that's not a mechitza. So if a wall is made to have names uh, who people have died who died in, the, in, in, a, in a war, for example, uh, as a memorial, it's not considered not considered a mechitza. Chol mechitza she'enim begavah so atzvachem yaseh any wall which is not at least ten tzvachem high any mechitza gemura is not complete is not considered to be a true mechitza. Rambam adds the word gemura. Presumably, what Rambam means is that it, it may qualify as a karmelis even though it's not rishus yachid mamish. Giddud mechamisha mechitza chamisha. If you have a natural mound or around like a wall, a natural wall of five tzvachem. And you make an artificial wall on top of that of five tvachim, and start from that all combines the total of ten tvachim. Halacha tezain. Any partition which has an area that is, you know, you have, a, you have a, a place surrounded by a wall, and it's not completely surrounded, there are openings with which you can walk through. Just not like say a door necessarily or a doorway, it's just like a, a an open space where there's no wall. So. Uh, if the open area, the total open area, is more than the closed area, so that it's more than uh, 50%, in the mechitza, it's not considered to be a proper wall. It's just, it's just considered to be a bunch of poles, large poles, perhaps. If, however, they were equal, 50-50, that's, per- that's permitted. And then it's considered to be an enclosure in the place inside of the Rishish Yachid. Provide that none of the, of the spaces or any one of them is larger than ten amas. If any area uh, is 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 ten amas, uh, but or less, it's just like a do- it's like a doorway opening, or an entrance. So an enclosure that the perimeter is uh, has a bunch of openings is fine as long as it's fifty uh, percent. Or less of open of open breaches, and each breach, each area, each opening is less than ten amos. If this opening that was ten amos was not just an opening, but it was actually a doorway, had a doorway frame, so two two doorposts and a, and a covering. Even though the opening is more than ten amos, it doesn't cause the mechitzas to become irrelevant, and the area is still considered to be rishus yachid. Who provided That's provided that again you have to have less than fifty percent of the space. Uh, um, less than fifty percent of the space has to be open. So, so uh, fifty fifty. So fifty percent of the space can be open, but the other fifty percent has to be closed. If more than fifty percent is if fifty, if, let's say fifty one percent of the area is open doorways. Uh, these these large doorway frames, and again, uh, it could be even more than ten amas, perhaps, because they're actual doorways, and less and forty nine percent or less is just is 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 actual wall. In that case, according to the Rambam, it's a problem. 
So this is why community Arabs, which usually are less than 50% of the perimeter of the Arab is an actual wall. It's usually mostly like a bunch of uh, poles with uh, a, a lentil on top of a, 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 a wire or a string serving as lentil. But less than uh, less than fifty percent of the perimeter is actual wall. The other, uh, the other area, fifty one percent or more, is open space, uh, makeshift doorways. According to the Rambam, that it's not a good area, and that's why many people don't use community Arabs. So according to the Rambam, to have a uh, proper Arab or area which you can close as shiachid, you have to have two criteria. Number one, at least fifty percent has to be solid wall. Or what's considered halakhically solid wall. Maybe there's some holes that are less than three tvachim, or openings less than three tvachim, but um, uh, um, but it has to be fifty percent of halakhically solid wall. The other criteria is that the openings in that wall have to meet one of two conditions. Number one, they're less than ten ames, or number two, that they have an actual doorway frame. Halachiyut When does this apply? That you have to have. 50% of it solid wall, if the openings are, there's more than three of space between openings. If, however, the openings, each one that was less than three that's permitted. So the space between uh, an area less than three is not, it's considered to be filled in, even though ultimately the open space is more than 50%. So, more than or, 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 uh, anything less than three is considered like a solid partition. for example, a person enclosed in the area with reeds or sticks. Uh, yeah, reeds which are thin sticks. Between one one uh, reed and the next, there's less than three tefachim. where he surrounds it with ropes. So imagine like a like a, like a boxing ring. Between one rope and the next, there's less than three tzvachim. That's a complete mechitza. Even though it's uh, vertical but not horizontal, or vice versa. You don't have to have both. The ultimate height of the, the height of the reeds has to be at least ten tzvachim high. Or, the, from, the, from the ground to the top of the, to the top of the highest rope has to be at least 10 tvachim. If you're using the case where it's ropes, which are presumably horizontal. All these different shirim of uh, three tvachim, for example, has to be uh, uh, the three tvachim is the amount for love to, to be considered to be things to be imagined if they're, if they're touching to each other or the idea that a wall must be 10 tvachim high. They're all oral tradition from Har Sinai. When we talk about this doorway frame, uh, frame of an entrance that's used, even it doesn't have to be like a mahogany door. It's even a reed on one side, a reed on the other side, and another reed on top. Popular Arabs use plastic poles, which are kind of kind of uh, light, and then string on top. That's considered to be a doorway. The height of the two posts on the sides must be at least ten tefachim. And uh, the uh, the 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 lintel, the, the reed that's on top, uh, 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 doesn't have to touch them. Even though it's not actually touching it, there's many amas between them. Since the, as long as the the posts are ten tefachim tall, that's considered to be a doorway.
Now, what exactly is this reed, the lentil, that's serving as a lentil, resting on if it's not touching these uh, these uh, posts on the side? Be creative with your imagination. Perhaps it's a string going from one house to the next or something. I'm not sure exactly how to how to formulate this. Um, the we're describing the door frame. It has to be strong enough to, to hold a door. I feel even if it's a door made of straw, it doesn't have to be heavy necessarily. Pesach doorway that its uh, frame is an arch. When the, 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 the feet, that was the part that are straight before it starts arching, or at least ten tefachim high, raise it to a pesach, it's considered proper to a pesach. A door frame. To a pesach, she also is a sad. A door frame that was made from the side, meaning it's at the corner where, you know, there's a, there's a let's say, a square shaped courtyard, and there's one corner missing the fence. So you make a, a you, the, 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 if, the two, if the wall continued going, they would touch and make a proper square with four corners, but this is, but it's missing one piece on each side. So you make a doorway over that opening. So uh, doesn't count. The door is supposed to be in the center, not uh, not on the side like that. And therefore, if this opening is more than ten amas, it poses a problem. You can use any material to make a mechitza. Utensils, food, human being. I feel the behemoth of a If even an animal or any other kind of living creature or bird, for who provides you that the animals are tied up, they should not move or not leave, rather. In Allah Tezvav, I interpret what the Ram says about a mechita which is not made for tsnius, meaning it was erected for, let's say, decorative purposes for like a, like a Vietnam Wall type thing. That's not so simple. The Ram actually made just over there mean. It could mean that, but it's also possible it simply means it's not a sturdy wall. Uh, no one's going to put it up for, for, uh, for privacy purposes because it's not going to last. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because Halakha Chavbez will see that that, that, that may, be, uh, may be evident from Halakha Chavbez. Mechidza Amelis if a wall that, that, that it, uh, rises on its own, so to speak. So um, uh, it was not built with the intent of enclosing an area, but accomplished that purpose nonetheless. Harizuk Shero, let's say for example, it was built. Again, for this Vietnam Wall purpose, uh, and it happened to be in the back, by, by next to your backyard. It's for a wall. A wall which is constructed on Shabbos. It is in Mechitza, biblically speaking. And if you mas- therefore, if you carry from there to Shabbos into it, you're chayiv. If it's done by accident on Shabbos, you can carry in it. As Rosh Hashanah on that Shabbos, for who provides it was not made with the intention the person wants to carry. If, however, the mechitza was made on Shabbos, or in other words, if 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 the person who's carrying there was aware that it was being built on Shabbos for the purposes um, uh, of carrying, it was made for whatever reason. And he's happy it's being made because he wants to carry on Shabbos. Even though the person making it on Shabbos was a sheikh, he forgot it was Shabbos, he, he was not, he's not religious, he didn't know. Also, no one's allowed, that he's not allowed to carry. The person who's aware and happy that's being made is not allowed to uh, carry in it on that Shabbos. However, it sounds like a future Shabbos, he may be allowed to. Similarly, if it was done on purpose, even though the person who 
uh, wants to carry there had no intention and no, no, no interest in it being built. But he's also talked about you're not allowed to carry within it because of the Chilo Shabbos that it was, that, that, through, which, through which it was created. So as is the principle in general with Chilo Shabbos, the person who is Mechal Shabbos may never benefit from that Allah forever. So the person who built the wall, uh, certainly if you build it on purpose, is never allowed to carry in that area in the Ushash Yachid. Uh, other Yidin apparently can carry it on a future Shabbos. You may make a, you to make a partition of human beings on Shabbos. standing next to each other. The people being uh, standing in this fashion cannot know that they're being that they're being used for the purposes of the mechitza because they may come to take Shabbos and carrying lightly. It looks like a joke to them. Nor should the person who wants them to. Uh, to who wants to carry be the person to have them stand in that fashion. Someone else should should uh, should have them stand there without without his knowledge, without the knowledge of the person who's going to benefit from it. So he's not supposed to know about it even apparently. So so Ruvain can have a bunch of people stand in a circle, close to each other, or in a square, whatever shape it is, around Shimon. And as long as Shimon doesn't know, that's the reason. As long as the people don't know that, that's the reason why they're being standing in a circle. And Shimon doesn't know that's the reason. Shimon can carry uh, in that area. A branch of a tree that hang, hang, hangs downward towards the earth. If the distance between the tree, the branches, and the earth is less than three tvachim, so it's like it's touching. Then you fill uh, straw and stubble uh, uh, Excuse me, between between its uh, branches and leaves, you put tevim v'kash straw and stubble, get to it or anything like that. Kaishin ba'aretz achiyam v'chmetzuyah, and then you tie them to the ground so they'll be able to stand still in a normal wind. Leis nadid not shake. Matalto tachas kula, you can carry under that area. Who provides you? I talked about base asayim that the area under it is less than a base asayim. Avli mahayas base asayim is more than base asayim. Ain't more than five thousand square amos. A matalto and tachas elav amos, you can only carry up to four amos and no more. Because it's considered to be a place, it's not, not enclosed for dwelling purposes. As we said in the beginning of the Perik.